So we come to the reading of God's Word. If you have your, your Bibles with you, why don't we open it to the New Testament in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, everyone. We are going to read verses 15 to 20, and may I request the congregation to please stand for the reading of God's holy word. Reading at verse 15, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sings, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of of our Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless the reading from His Word. Please take your seats. So once again, Happy Thanksgiving Sunday to each and every one of us. Once a year, we have this tradition of offering our thanksgiving to God as a congregation. This tradition of having our Thanksgiving Sunday every third Sunday of November, of course, it comes from the American tradition of celebrating Thanksgiving every uh, last Thursday of, or third Thursday of November. And since Bradford Church is coming from the American Presbyterian Church, and so we follow the same tradition. And that is why every year, every November, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Now, we have so much to be thankful for. Amen? Just so many things to be thankful for. I asked you a while ago to give five reasons to thank God, and I'm sure that there are more than five things we can thank God today. Amen? But sometimes, we force ourselves to be thankful. Because sometimes, Circumstances in life simply gives us no reason to be thankful. But the Bible commands us to mix life with thanksgiving. And so that's the title of our message today. How are we going to mix life? How are we going to put life, to spice life with thanksgiving? Because according to some studies made years ago, they've noticed that people are not thankful because they're happy, but people are happy and joyful because they are thankful. A thankful heart can make a big difference in how we live our lives and how we look at life today. Thanksgiving is a choice. You can always be grumpy. We can always be whining and complaining, but you can always mix life with thanksgiving. Now, notice how the Bible provides us all these instructions and lessons and testimonies that life can be 
mixed with thanksgiving. Psalm 69 verse 30 says, I will praise God's name in song and glorify Him with thanksgiving. See? Thanksgiving can be mixed to our praise as we sing, as we offer to the Lord our praises and thanksgiving because God deserves it. Psalm 95 verse 2, let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. And that is why in our church, music and singing is a big deal. We want to spend so much about music because we believe that music is at the very heart of what? Of our worship. When we worship the Lord with music, it helps us express to God who He is and what He has done in our lives. Psalms 100 verse 4, enter His gates with what? With thanksgiving and His courts with praise. In Philippians 4, 6, even when our times are sad and we are anxious when we are worried about many things, the Bible tells us, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 7, As you therefore have received Christ the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, and as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. You see, everything about life, from praises, from our prayers, and how we go through every circumstance in life, we are to mix it with thanksgiving. First Timothy 4.3, For everything God created is good, nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. Alright? No wonder some of our friends who are, you know, some of us, we have health issues, and our doctor tells us, oh, do not eat this, do not eat that, don't have more sugar, don't eat pork, don't eat lechon, and these are the seasons of lechon. And you know, some of these brethren, they use this verse as their, you know, excuse. Doctor, the Bible says, do not reject if it is received with thanksgiving. We, we thank God already for the food, doctor. <laughs> you know, sometimes we make that as an excuse. But of course, the Bible says, everything ought to be received with what? With thanksgiving. And so this morning, I want us to learn how can we mix life with thanksgiving? Because in the world today, it's easy for us to be what? Ungrateful. It is easier for people to grumble and to be ungrateful than to be thankful. Especially in our days when people have this self me mentality. Serve me. You know, it's a selfish world. And since we are all in this pressured world, it's easy for us to just follow the world, right? It's easy for us to just go with the flow. But the Bible tells us to mix life with thanksgiving. And so this morning, I'd like us to learn six aspects of thanksgiving. And we can learn this from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 20. All right? If you have your sermon notes with you, let's begin with our first point. 
The life mixed with thanksgiving starts with a decision. Right? You have to decide. You don't wait for circumstances to fall and then you give thanks. It starts with a decision. Alright? Let's begin with verse 15 to 17. Paul says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Now, in this text, it seems that Paul is giving us some of the paradoxes of life. The Christian life is a paradox. Paul says, make most of every moment of your life because the days are evil. And yet, when we come to verse 20, Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances. See, how can I be thankful when the days are evil? How can I be thankful when there are so many injustices happening in the world today? But Paul says, be very careful. We have to make a choice to be thankful, to be grateful in everything needs to start from a decision. Paul says the days are evil and he compels us to be thankful. And Paul says that's the most, the wisest thing you can ever do when days are evil. That's how we make most of our opportunity to decide that I have to be thankful no matter what. All right? The Bible says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. It's so easy for us to go with the flow of foolishness in the world today. But the Bible says, Do not be foolish. We have to make a decision that I have to live my life in such a way that I don't just feel what the world feels and I don't just go where the world is heading. I have to make most of my life here on earth. And what is that? Understanding what the Lord's will is. And sometimes we say, but what is the will of the Lord? Well, friends, in the Bible, there are few verses in which God reveals His will. And one of those verses is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Notice clearly what is the will of God for the Christians. Let's read this together. Give thanks in all circumstances. And notice this. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You see? That is the will of God. Paul says in Ephesians 5, the days are evil. Don't be like them. Be wise. And how can you be wise? You try to understand. You try to discover the will of God. And friends, you don't have to discover it because the Bible revealed one of His clearest will for us. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you. So I must decide before I go out of my room, before I go to the office, each one of us, we have to make a decision. Lord, I don't know what the world will offer to me today, but I make a choice to be wise. 
I want to be thankful today, Lord. Amen? Make that as a first choice in the morning. The second, the derivation of thanksgiving. The derivation of thanksgiving. Where do we derive thanksgiving? How can you be thankful if you have problems? How can you be thankful if the bills are rising? How can you be thankful when there is sickness? You see? Our thanksgiving is not fueled by what's going on, but it's fueled from within. Amen? Notice verse 18. Do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Before Paul tells us to give thanks always, Paul says in verse 18, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Friends, listen. Gratitude is not a human way to live. It's not a natural way to be thankful these days. And so, to live a grateful and thankful heart, it is supernatural. Amen? It is something that only the Holy Spirit can provide. It is beyond our understanding, beyond our emotional ability, how we can be thankful in our days when it is evil, when we always see bad news happening around us. We can only be thankful when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, in Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23, one of the fruit of the Spirit is what? The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc. See? Joyful. So, to have that joy from within is something the Spirit can only provide. And that is why only Spirit-filled Christians can be thankful all the time. That is the source. That is the fuel. One of the evidences that the Holy Spirit is in control of our lives is that we live life with thanksgiving. The reason you are not thankful is that you allow all the negatives of the world, all the desires of the world, all the anxieties, the worries of the world to dominate our hearts. Friends, we have to make a choice. This is a command. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Paul is simply illustrating. How am I going to live thankful? Paul is saying, look at the man who is drunk. When a person is drunk, the person is intoxicated with wine, and the wine takes over his life. That's why when a person is drunk, you know, you, you, don't, you, you don't usually sing, now you sing. You used to be silent, now you are so loud. You don't want to dance, now you, you start to dance. See? It's like the, the wine is controlling you. Paul is saying the same way. Instead of you being drunk with wine, as Christians, we have to be filled with the Spirit because the Holy Spirit, when He is in control of our lives, one of the things that He produces in each one of us is this, to be thankful, to be grateful. That's where we become grateful people. 
See? So the next time you look at your heart, you know, in a situation and you are always complaining, you're always grumbling, whether it's traffic or your neighbor or your office mate, ask yourself, why am I acting this way? Who is in control of my heart now? And maybe you have forgotten that the Holy Spirit needs to be the one controlling our hearts. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, we come to the third, the disposition of thanksgiving, right? First, we make a decision. Lord, I want to be thankful. And then, the next, you know where to derive thanksgiving? It comes from the Holy Spirit. Now, how does it, how does that come about into your life? All right? Notice what happens when a Christian is filled with the Holy Spirit. So right after the verse wherein Paul says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, notice verse 19. Right after, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. First of all, you notice that when the Holy Spirit fills our hearts. Notice that we become what? We become musical towards each other. <laughs> Some of us are fond with musical movies, right? What is a musical movie? A musical movie is when you, you talk to each other, but then there's music, all right? Are you listening to what I'm preaching this morning? And then you will all say, Amen. That's a musical, <laughs> all right? Now, I, I want you to take notice, all right? Can you be musical and be grumpy? <laughs> no. Can you be singing, can you be musical with your heart and be mad and be complaining? No, you see, I don't know. What's the explanation? Because somehow God wired our souls and, and invented music, that music is supposedly an expression of what? Of praise and joy. Although there are music that speaks about sadness. But when we talk about, you know, Psalms, hymns, you know the book of Psalms. We just read a lot of, book, a lot of verses from the book of Psalms. These are all about what? Thanksgiving songs, praise songs, right? And, and you know what the Bible is saying? When, when the Holy Spirit is in control of our lives, suddenly the way you interact with each other is filled with praise and thanksgiving. Notice this, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs. I don't think the Bible is saying that when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you speak using a musical language all right now the kids are enjoying the big sanctuary it's okay okay don't worry kids are kids but i'm having a problem when it's the adults who start running around <laughs> okay please don't do that all right see the bible is not saying that you know because i'm thankful when i talk to you i sing with songs that's not what paul is saying all right I don't think that's, the, that's what the Bible is saying here, all right? 
The Bible is saying is this, when, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit and when we are thankful, our disposition, in other words, how we express it to one another is affected. Amen? Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, meaning to say all the principles, all, all the words of God that we are reading from His Word, it suddenly is it's expressed on the way we relate to each other. So that when we are filled with the Spirit and thanksgiving, people will notice. Your office mate will notice. Your neighbors will notice. Because of how you are acting, the disposition. And, and secondly, I want you to notice from this verse where this thankful disposition come from. Notice, from your heart to the Lord. From your heart to the Lord. Meaning to say, friends, our thankful disposition to people outside is simply a byproduct of what? Of our hearts yielded to the Lord. Amen? See, our relationship with God affects our relationship with others. And that is why if there are people who are always grumpy or always complaining, I'm absolutely sure that person's heart is not with the Lord. <laughs> See? Because if our heart is always yielded to the Lord, what usually comes out, naturally comes out, are what? hymns, praises, and songs from the Spirit. See? It says, make music from your heart to the Lord. See? My speaking to one another with psalms, hymns are simply the byproduct of what? Of my heart yielded to the Lord. That's why it's important, brethren, you know, in our Christian life, know where your heart is. The biggest problem among Christians today is a heart problem. And this is a heart problem that our very own Dr. R.P. Kantoy cannot help. Because this is this has something to do with the heart displacement. When our hearts are not yielded to the Lord, you know the result. The mouth speaks. The temper. You know, your behavior. You see? And this is where we need our hearts to be yielded. Lord, may my heart be yielded to you because that is where my mouth will speak, speaking to one another. So make sure, brethren, this morning, is your heart yielded to the Lord? Is your heart submitted to the Lord? Because that's where thanksgiving comes. All right, we go to the fourth. Are you still with me? Okay, by the way, make sure that the person next to you is fully alive <laughs> because the place is a very conducive place to sleep. <laughs> All right, the duration of thanksgiving. The duration of thanksgiving. We come now to verse 20. So after Paul saying, speaking to one another, you know, with psalms, hymns, and spiritual song, you know, making melodies from your heart to the Lord. Notice the next phrase, always giving thanks. That's the duration. You ask, how long should I be thankful? Should we be thankful once a year? Notice what the Bible says, 
always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. We are to thank God not just once a year, not just when the blessing comes, not just when there is good news. No, the Bible says always, all right? Tell the person next to you, always. See, that's the duration. That's the biblical way to be thankful, not just once a year, not just when you have reasons to thank God. So the next time we practice thanksgiving, we don't just think for reasons, okay? We don't just say we correct our mindset. What's the reason to be thankful? And then you look for reason. Sometimes there are days that the reasons are very small. <laughs> Well, there are days that you have so many reasons to be thankful. But here, the Bible says, always. Now, that's so hard. See? The Bible tells us in Psalm 68, verse 19, Praise be to the Lord, to the God, our Savior. And here's the reason why we can always be thankful. Who daily bears our burdens. Take note of the word daily. He's our burden bearer. Amen? And sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget that our God is there to carry our burdens. You don't have to struggle life alone. A lot of problems about Christians today, that's why we are grumpy and we are always complaining because we are forgetful people. We easily forget that God is there for us. 24-7. Notice Lamentations 3, 22-23. We know this verse. We sing this verse. Great is thy faithfulness. Remember? The steadfast love of the Lord. Take note. Never ceases. It's always there. See? When you find yourself losing out of love, you can always come to the Lord because the Bible says His steadfast love, it never ceases. It never stops producing love. His mercies never come to an end. And I love this part. They are new every what? Every morning. See? Daily thanksgiving allows us Listen, always giving thanks allows us to appreciate the daily mercies of God. Friends, the mercies and blessings you receive today, they are not bahaw. See? Yesterday's blessings were good for yesterday's troubles. Today's mercies, the blessings that God gave us this morning, are enough for our troubles for the day. You don't even have to worry for tomorrow. Why? Because tomorrow, God will also have a different set of blessings. Amen? That's what this verse is saying. That's why we sing, Great is your faithfulness, O God. Because your mercies are new every morning. See? I don't get Baha'u blessings. I always get brand new blessings. Friends, Gratitude helps us to see God in every situation of our life. Colossians 1, 11 to 12 in the Living Bible, no matter what happens, always full of the joy of the Lord and always thankful 
to the Lord. Why can we be thankful to the Lord always? According to Charles Stanley quoting him, giving thanks to God every day motivates us to look for God's purpose in everything. See? When you are when you are experiencing some troubles, when you are experiencing some setbacks in life, instead of complaining and grumbling, you ask yourself, Lord, things in life may change, circumstances will change, but the Bible declares you are always good. And so, Lord, please help me find your purpose in my problem today. Because I firmly believe if you're a child of God, listen, if you are a child of God, every single tragedy, triumph, or trial in your life, it's given to you with a good purpose. Amen? You just have to ask the Lord, Lord, what is your purpose in giving me this sickness? What is your purpose, Lord, in allowing this setback in my life today? See, see, if you understand your God, if we understand our God, we will always understand what's going on. The problem with people today is this, we don't know our God. See, if you don't know your God, you will never know how to handle the pressures of life. But if we know God so well, we will be able to still be thankful always because we know that God is present in every situation of life. All right? So that's the duration, always. Now we come to the fifth. We're almost done. The dimension of thanksgiving. So there's a duration. There's also a dimension of thanksgiving. It doesn't say thank God only, but it says here, look at verse 20, always giving thanks to God the Father. And then Paul added this brief, positional phrase for everything see for everything now take note this is different for everything we know in first Thessalonians 5 18 it says thank God in all circumstances all right but in Ephesians Paul says for everything that means good or bad special or sorrowful triumph or tragedy for everything Give thanks to God. Okay? Why can I be thankful to God in everything? See? And for everything. See? Because Paul says, because we know. Okay? Our thanksgiving, listen, our thankful disposition, our thankful behavior is a matter of faith. Are you listening? It's, this is a faith thing. I'm not teaching you psychological exercise here. We are not just trying to be positive people. See, this is not a quick fix book. This is a life-changing book. Amen? And as we learn more about God from His Word, His Word will transform our hearts. Amen? And so, when we talk about always thanking the Lord for everything. It's a faith thing. Without faith, you will never experience that. You see? I've tried that before, Pastor, but it doesn't work. Yes, it will never work if you have no faith with God. Why? Because God's 
working, the working of His plan is only by faith in Him. We have to believe in Him. We have to trust Him. And no wonder Paul says, and we know that in all things God works together for what? For good. You see? You can only understand the providence of God, the doctrine of sovereignty when you have faith in Jesus Christ. Without faith, you cannot understand the circumstances of life. That's why Paul says, we know. And the know here, by the way, what, what, what's the word for know here? This is ginosko, not oida. What is ginosko again? Relational knowledge. Amen? This is not head knowledge. This is relational knowledge. Meaning to say, when you have a personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, your faith in Christ helps you to find confidence that whatever happened in my life, whether it's a sickness, it's a tragedy, it's an accident, whatever it is, you know by faith, we know that God is always working. Amen? That's why I can thank Him for everything. Why? Because in everything, He is working for my good, for your good if you have been called according to His purpose. So the next time you experience a problem, the next time you experience a big and major crisis in your life, let your faith tell your mind, I know my God is working things for good. Amen? That's why every Christian can have a thanksgiving, not just always, but for everything. Amen? And now we come to the last, the most important thing, the direction of our thanksgiving. Where should we direct our thanksgiving? Notice verse 20 again. Always giving thanks to God the Father. Amen? To God the Father, not to some saints. See? I've been praying to this saint, and you know, this saint is helping me. And I want to thank him. I want to thank her. Friends, it's very clear in the Bible. Everything coming to you comes from God. See? Coming from God. So, God is the absolute, He is the absolute object of our thanksgiving. Never offer thanksgiving to any other whether it's an angel or a saint, all our thanksgiving are supposed to be addressed to God the Father. See? Why? Why should I give my thanksgiving to God the Father? Friends, two things. For who He is and what He's done. Amen? Notice this. Give thanks to the Lord for who He is. He is good. See? Our Father is such a good God. His love endures forever. See? Our thanksgiving to God should be always and for everything. Why? Because in everything, in every situation, God will never change. He is always good. He is always full of love. And His love for you and for me, brethren, endures forever. Amen? 
That's why we can always direct our thanksgiving to God. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from what? From above. See? Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Address. We all direct our thanksgiving to the Father. See? Because all perf good and perfect gifts come from Him. Amen? And that everything He is working out for our good. But then there is a last part of verse 20 as we end. It says there, In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. See? In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Brethren, you cannot mix your life with thanksgiving unless you are in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot be filled with thanksgiving unless you have our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, I cannot be with the Father. I cannot enjoy what the Father has planned for me from eternity unless I am in the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why I want, I want to end our thanksgiving message with this, with the gospel. Everything I've been talking about, every blessing, every privilege that we have in God the Father comes only to you and to me through our Lord Jesus Christ. Without the Lord Jesus Christ in our life, there is no reason to be thankful. In fact, friends, if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, you have all the reason to be sad to be grumpy. You know why? A life without Jesus is the most miserable life of all. A life without Jesus. So in this Thanksgiving service, maybe some of us, we don't have Jesus yet in our lives. The Bible says, I am the way. That's what Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Brethren, where is Jesus Christ right now in your life? Is Jesus Christ some form of a religious icon only that you come to whenever you are in trouble? Or is Jesus Christ a reality in your life? See? Everything that I've been talking about from point one to point six Everything doesn't, you know, everything will not matter to you or to me if we don't have faith in Christ. That's why Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances for everything. But then he ends, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me close with this verse, and this will serve as our application. So, Pastor, how can I mix life with thanksgiving and you know what paul says the parallel passage of ephesians 5 20 is colossians 3 17. paul says said, says it there whatever you do see whatever you do whether it's work it's singing it's business see whatever you do whether in word or deed notice what the bible says do it all in the name of our lord jesus christ See? Friends, the power of a grateful heart comes in the name. Amen? Make that name so personal in your life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then Paul says, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. 
Submit your life to Christ. It's never too late to make Him the Lord and the Savior. And let me tell you, once Jesus Christ is reigning King and Lord and Master of our lives, let me tell you this, springs of thanksgiving will simply overflow from you. Because that's what a heart with Christ will do. Thankful in everything. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we give you thanks. Thank you for everything, for our salvation, for our families, for my health, for my friends, for this church. But Lord, thank you also for problems, for trials. Thank you, Lord, for plans that, that have been shattered. Thank you also, Lord, for relationships that have been broken. We know, Lord God, these things are not good, but then we continue to yield and trust that as we put our faith in Christ, you are always working out for our good. Thank you, Lord. May we live each day of our lives with thanksgiving. And let this thankful heart be expressed to others so that we can also be thankful and grateful for everyone around us, for those people who are serving us, for drivers, house helpers, janitors, guards, sales ladies, those people, Lord, that we meet every day. Help us to express to them that we belong to you. And that one of the marks of a true believer is that we are thankful people. Let thanksgiving, Lord, radiate from us so that we can help people around us live a better life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.